are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, continuing to break down the biggest news around the Pelicans right now, Stan Van Gundy out as the Pelicans head coach. If you haven't listened to the past couple of shows, including the emergency immediate reaction podcast, kind of kind of pre-reaction podcast, I guess you could call it, that came out right after the news broke. Please give that a listen. And listen to yesterday's show where we break down what President of Basketball Operations David Griffin said about this decision to part ways. Was it a firing? Was it not? It kind of was. All of that stuff. What's it all mean, basically? We broke it down in yesterday's show. And then today, we're here on a Friday getting set for the weekend where let's break down some of the coaching candidates. This is an exciting time. This is now the opportunity for someone new to step in and and direct the Pelicans, hopefully, towards deep playoff success. Who are some of the names that are going to be interviewing for this position? Is that person already on the roster? And what's it mean for the team going forward? So let's break it all down in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoyment isn't the end game, it's the whole game. And at only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. And don't forget, subscribe to Locked On Pelicans. We're here Monday through Friday for you all, breaking down all of the biggest news, reacting basically in real time to the biggest stories around the team. You want to know more about what went on with this firing of Stan Van Gundy? If you want to know more about the coaching search, we are going to be the place to be Monday through Friday, 20 minute long episodes or so. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. So out Stan Van Gundy in someone new. And could that someone already be on the Pelicans payroll in coach Teresa Witherspoon? This is someone who's already been in the building working for the team since 2019, first as a two-way coach, and then last year as a full-time on-the-bench assistant. And when you look at her track record, it really does speak for herself. She's an NBA Hall of Famer. She was voted one of the 20s great uh one of the 20 greatest WNBA players of all time. Uh and she's a, an Olympic gold medalist and she does have head coaching experience having coached at Louisiana Tech and taking them to the NCAA tournament twice in a 99 and 71 record. It's got a lot of the track record that you would want and she's already here knows the players and they have a lot of respect for her. You know, you've heard Kyra Lewis Jr. speak glowingly about her. Zion Williamson has shouted her out a couple of times about encouraging him to shoot more jumpers and try and space the court and get, uh, you know, another dimension to his game. She works hard. She's knowledgeable. She's relatable. That's kind of what you really want in the head coach here. I'm less worried about X's and O's when it comes to the next head coach of can they relate to the players and can get can they get the players on this team to want to be better than they already are? That's clearly an issue that Stan Van Gundy had last season. It's something that Teresa Witherspoon, working as that player development coach with these guys, has been able to do. She knows how to run a practice from her time as a head coach. She's got playing experience where she can kind of relate to the team with that as well. I think it's one of those things that would be a bit of an out-of-the-box hire. It would be a historic hire as well. 
but she has the qualities that at least I'm looking for. You can get the X's and O stuff from your assistant coaches and kind of working through a game plan with scouting and all of that. I want someone who gets the most out of these guys, who motivates these players for you know a, a whole game throughout a whole season, can help them and encourage them to grow their games and to really commit on the defensive side of the ball and elsewhere too. That's what's going to take this team to the next level. If someone comes in and they're a great X's and O's coach, but doesn't get the buy-in of the players, it's not really going to matter. Teresa Witherspoon is someone that's already done that to a certain degree. But will David Griffin value that in his press conference yesterday? Kind of really put the kibosh on that idea, saying it was probably premature to think of her as a head coaching candidate or the next head coach of the Pelicans, though he would handle and slow play some of the internal stuff that they might be looking at, I think, um, which probably kind of ruled her out, I think. I think he's looking for someone who's got more NBA coaching experience than she has, which is really only about two years or so. That would be a significant jump. And while it'd be historic, it's someone in internal and they view her as the future part of the future I don't think they see her as being the head coach next season a little bit disappointing the same might go for Fred Vinson right I think he has a lot of these qualities if you look at someone who can maybe get Brandon Ingram to play defense why not Fred Vinson look at how many players including Brandon Ingram among others in Lonzo Ball he's helped refine their shots worked with them to improve as players told them what to do they've gone and done it and had success why wouldn't that translate to other parts of the game he's gotten their buy on and buy in and what they need to do to be successful I don't doubt that he could get it in other areas his name's been rumored uh, repeatedly in the past 24 hours to have a serious chance at this job as well and he's been here for a really long time respect to players internally and around the league as well those are some of the biggest qualities that I'm looking for so two names internally right there that I think the Pelicans will look at though I think of all the names that we're going to speak to here today they're probably the longest of shots so coming up, we'll get to a couple of other names here. What about Ime Yudoka or someone like Charles Lee, both names that have been linked to the Pelicans before. But before we do that, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by rockauto.com. You don't want to try and buy a new car right now. It's really going to suck. New cars you got to pay above sticker price for, basically. A used car, forget it. They can barely keep them on the lot, and they sell before you can even get in there. And you're going to get in a bidding war with other buyers. Why don't you just repair your own car? It's much easier than people realize. It's cheaper to do that anyway, and it can be even cheaper if you use rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you want, whether it's an engine control module, just little things, bolts and nuts and all of that stuff for your car that you need to replace, or maybe you just need to refresh the carpet in there because you spilled so many things on it, motor oil, transmission fluid, all of that whatever it is your classic your daily driver you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate and you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer because best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers don't spend up to twice as much for the same parts go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing Selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, continuing to talk about replacements for former Pelicans head coach Stan Van Gundy. We just went over to the internal candidates. I'm kind of lumping them into one. But what about some of the external candidates? And there's going to be a number of them and guys that the Pelicans were high on last season too. And one of them that immediately jumps 
to mind is Ime Udoka, currently with the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets, one of their lead assistants, formerly with the Philadelphia 76ers, and before that for a longer stint of time with the San Antonio Spurs, a former journeyman player. He got into coaching, learning under Coach Popovich, and really worked on player development with the San Antonio Spurs. He has experienced coaching guys like Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, LaMarcus Aldridge, and was definitely a guy that Kawhi Leonard had developed a strong relationship with and player development role with. So seeing that he can get the most out of those guys, he has experience coaching some of the biggest names in the sport. I like seeing that kind of thing. It feels a little bit better and more about building relationships with these players, getting the most out of them than the X's and O's, but having certainly spent some time under Greg Popovich, that's a really great thing. The concern might be that he's known more as a defensive coach. They tried that with Stan Van Gundy. It didn't go too well, um, and we, you know we, we ended up here. But the fact that he is a defensive coach can seem to get a lot out of guys, and when you look at his approach to working with the Philadelphia 76ers, yeah, they were a very good defense in his one season there, ranking eighth best during that time. Offensively, it seems like he's more about guys knowing their role and setting very clear expectations for what people need to do to succeed, and I like that. Having their just role players know exactly what is expected of them, what they need to do, and developing that, he doesn't have a specific style with it, I think works. This is a guy that has been interviewing for head coaching positions before. He did hasn't gotten them yet, but certainly has come close, came close to one with Cleveland came close to one with the New York Knicks as well is this finally the year and is this maybe the voice a guy who has that experience working with Hall of Famers and Kawhi Leonard's a Hall of Famer too maybe can get the buy-in of both Zion and Brandon Ingram and that could be a guy that the Pelicans look at Keeping in the same vein of that Spurs tree, you also have Becky Hammond, who has been the second woman to be an assistant coach in the NBA and is likely going to be the first female NBA head coach. And so if that is something that does appeal to David Griffin, making that historic kind of hire for whatever reason, this is probably the direction he should look at maybe over someone like Teresa Witherspoon. Same thing here with Becky Hammond, who's been with the Spurs since 2014. She has worked with Hall of Famers on that roster. She has learned under Greg Popovich, who's arguably the greatest head coach of all time. And everyone seems to really buy into what she does. She has the respect of the players. She gets the most out of them. Having someone like that in there, I think, is a really important thing. At this point, there's no reason to think she would not be an NBA head coach. She should be, and it will maybe be this season. And when you look at her track record of working with some of these players like Kawhi Leonard and others, yeah, I feel really good about it. You've heard people like Manu Ginobili, who, by the way, is what I think Nikhil Alexander-Walker could really blossom into. That's someone who speaks so highly of her. And in particular, she works really well with guards, particularly point guards. There's a young, impressionable one on the roster in Kyra Lewis Jr. Should the team bring back someone like Lonzo Ball, Becky Hammond, who's gotten career years and made basically Patty Mills' whole career, is someone that they really need to consider. Someone who can come in and help this team grow, get the most out of the players. Again, that is what I'm looking for. She has the credentials for it. She's going to be an NBA head coach. She's probably going to be an NBA head coach really soon. If she's got the, that kind of skill then yeah, the Pelicans really need to take a long look at her and see if she would be able to kind of command the locker room. And look, there's no reason to think she can't. Certainly Stan Van Gundy couldn't. So I think she is going to be a very realistic possibility for the Pelicans this season. 
So another name and someone who I'm probably the highest on out of almost anyone else out there is David Vanterpool, formerly the associate head coach with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Previously, he had spent a lot of time with the Portland Trailblazers. Again, he has that track record of connecting with star players. Damian Lillard raves about this guy. He's kind of known at one point as a Dame whisperer. And Damian Lillard credits him for part of the big reason why he's become the player that he is. You want someone like that who can come in and really build up these players, get their buy-in and whatever it takes. Damian Lillard is not a particularly good defensive player, but he has said he actually tries because of the work that David Vanterpool put in with him. I kind of like his, his path too. He was mostly an overseas player where he won five championships in various leagues overseas. He played 22 games in the NBA. He's kind of got that like journeyman experience and seen it more from a role player's point of view than say a Jason Kidd or a Chauncey Billups who looks at it like a high-end star. I kind of like that he's had to grind so much and can instill, hopefully instill you say, uh, player th- that kind of work ethic and mentality in the players and build up those role players who you really are going to need in a small market like this. So Vanterpool, who's out of a job right now with the Minnesota Timberwolves, who's interviewed for other head coaching positions before too, and has kind of a bit of a a, a just work really hard mentality, right? You love something like that. And you've heard the stories about how he's put in extra time with his players after hours to help them grow and become the best guys that they can. You don't always want your head coach doing some of that dirty work, but I think to start as you move into all of that and to spend some of that time that's what I want to see. Someone who's willing to kind of get into the nitty gritty with these guys and can connect with them and has a track record of it. When Damian Lillard says, this guy has meant this much to me, yeah, Zion's going to pay attention to that. Brandon Ingram's going to pay attention to that. I think that's all really important to try and have and bring that kind of, you know, you've, you've heard them say it before. They called it blue, blue collar desperate. I think that's kind of a great way to try and describe what you want to see potentially from the next Pelicans head coach to kind of build up the culture, at least when it comes to the players from the ground up. And David Vanterpool is one of those assistants that I think has definitely proven the ability to do all of that. Two more head coaches I want to get into, maybe the two favorites, to be perfectly honest, and Charles Lee and Jean Vaughn. But before we get to that, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and I just ordered another box because I've eaten all of mine, and I'm looking forward to them coming all back in. You got nine delicious flavors, plus occasional limited time flavors, coconut, coconut almond, cherry raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. I just ordered the mint brownie, the salted caramel, and the coconut almond. Nice mix of flavors. The mint brownie really is my favorite. It tastes like mint chocolate chip ice cream, except it's good for you because not only are Built Bars the best tasting, they're healthy too. 17 grams of protein and only 130 calories, only four grams sugar, only four grams net carbs. Go compare them to the bar that you're eating right now. These are going to win basically every single time. I've seen some that have like 15 grams of sugar, 300 calories. That's a candy bar, not really a protein bar. You want something that's going to keep all of those down while giving you the protein you need and Built Bar absolutely has it. So if you want to give them a try, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15. You're going to get 15% off your next order. Again, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. 
All right, continuing to profile candidates that could replace Stan Van Gundy as the next Pelicans head coach. We've gone through kind of some of the qualities that I'm looking for, but now I want to get into maybe two of the favorites here. And these were people that made it pretty far in the interview process for the Pelicans last season before they ultimately gave the job to Stan Van Gundy. And the first one is Jock Vaughn, who is an assistant head coach with the Brooklyn Nets. And again, he went pretty deep in the process with the Pels last year. He's on maybe the title favorite team where he's done very good work kind of as a deputy to Steve Nash and Jock Vaughn has NBA head coaching experience and I think that might give him a bit of an edge in this he's not quite the same kind of retread as someone that Stan Van Gundy was or some of the other names out there Um, he was the interim head coach last season for the Brooklyn Nets, after they fired Kenny Atkinson, he had a record of 7-3 and three in the games that he was a head coach in, including 5-3 and three in the bubble, where they didn't have Spencer Dinwiddie, DeAndre Jordan, you didn't have Kevin Durant, no Kyrie Irving, they basically had nobody there, right? They signed Michael Beasley to play for them, because that's how thin their roster was, and look, they maintained their playoff spot, we thought they were going to fall out and not even make the playoffs last year, and he did, and you know what? Showing that you can take some of those guys that weren't really quality NBA players and get the most out of them, I think is a a pretty good thing. And, you know, when you have a ton of coaching experience, which he does, that's kind of some of what it can really get you. And he was the Orlando Magic head coach for three seasons from 2012 to 2015. They weren't particularly good during that time, but at least he has the experience to try and lead a team. And I wonder if that's something that the Pelicans are really going to be looking for. Look, his career one loss record as a head coach is 65 and 161. It's not particularly good. And the uh, Brooklyn Nets did get swept in the first round of the playoffs last year in the bubble, but he's a name that made it pretty far. He clearly knows how to manage some of these big personalities, right? In Kevin Durant this season, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, leading them to a lot of success, helping them how to figure out for all of those players to kind of play together. And when guys need to be coached up, he's very good at doing that too. Look at some of the names that have stepped up for the Brooklyn Nets, despite all of their injuries this season. You never heard of someone like Bruce Brown before. He stepped up this year. You've seen Spencer Dinwiddie at times kind of blossom as a player, and that's due to a lot of what Jock Vaughn brings. So if they're looking for someone who has a lot of that ability to make connections with players and has an experience coaching up guys, but also has some head coaching experience, Jock Vaughn really fits the bill for what the Pelicans might want. And then we get to the person who might be considered the favorite for the job, and that is Charles Lee, an assistant head coach with the Milwaukee Bucks right now. He's probably one of the younger names on the list at only 36 years old throughout all of this. This is a guy who played at a small liberal arts college in Bucknell, played a little bit of overseas basketball, then worked on Wall Street for a little bit before getting into coaching and getting into the NBA in 2014 with Mike Budenholzer on the Atlanta Hawks staff. Once Budenholzer went to Milwaukee, he brought Lee with him, and this is someone that everyone touts as a future NBA head coach. He's comfortable having conversations with players and building relationships with them. You see guys like Giannis sing his praises. Budenholzer, despite the real bad last game that he coached for the Atlanta Hawks, has been seen as one of the better coaches in the NBA for a period of time, former coach of the year as well. This is basically his understudy, his protege, a guy that reads a room well, is well-spoken, and seems to get 
in improvement from his players and inspire them to be better. But he's also got a very smart basketball mind, knowing how to install game plans, knowing what it takes his team to win and being ready to adapt and make adjustments on the fly. While my number one thing is work with your players, get the most out of them. If you have those other skills too, and look, I think all of these people do, I'm going to certainly take that. Everyone has said he is going to be an NBA head coach. He was in the running for the Pelicans job again, ultimately went to Stan Van Gundy here, but it's someone that people think very, very highly of. His playing time, he had to grind. He wasn't that star player, so he can make connections with some of the role players, try and coach them up. He's worked with some of the top players in the league, and look, his first year with the Hawks, they won 60 games. They were really good and had some star talent, and he's worked with Giannis, helped him become a two-time MVP, MVP, a defensive player of the year. I love that kind of trek record track record he's younger he can probably connect with the players just due to the age thing as well it seems like it would be the right fit and it's someone who's going to be a head coach sooner rather than later he came very very close to getting that with the pelicans last year this is probably the right time for him i'm not giving you inside info on this because i don't really have any on this but it seems like this one would make a lot of sense So there you go. Six people, kind of seven if you count Fred Vincent, that could be the next Pelicans head coach. We'll probably do more deeper dives on all of them as the picture comes clear about who the Pelicans will be interviewing. The good news is, despite kind of making this a bit of a late decision to part ways with Stan Van Gundy, there's a lot of quality future head coaches out there, I think. So the Pelicans are in a really good spot to try and make that decision for the person that's going to helm this franchise for, hopefully now, the foreseeable future. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans, this week of Locked on Pelicans, and it has been a week. Thank you all very much for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Tell your friends about the show. Make sure they're subscribed too so they never miss an episode. Helps keep this free in five days a week for you all. Please also leave a five-star review with a comment. That's a great way to support the show as well. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all on Monday.